Hey, Joey. Hey, Mike. <gasps> that scared me a little bit. That's not Joe. What are you talking about? <laughs> Here's the deal, Mike. This is 100% Joe talking right now. <laughs> Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. <laughs> Adam Vaught, how are you? I'm doing very well. How are you? Good. Joe tricked me. He was like, Adam Vaughn's not here, so... I was sitting next to him the whole time. Oh, I was telling the people listening. If you don't know, we're recording right now, so there's like people listening too. <laughs> like right at this moment, they're listening? No, they will be. Yeah. Um, how are you, Mike? I'm wonderful. So good. Um, what's going on in San Francisco? <laughs> okay, this is boring. I want it back to me now. Okay, Adam, right. uh, Adam's going to go do his own thing now. Bye. Okay. Bye, Adam. Uh, hello, Mike. Hey, Joe. So real quick, I'm Mike. That's Joe. I live in the San Francisco Bay Area. Joe lives in L.A. We've been friends for over a decade, and each week we just call one another and catch up. Yes. So Adam Vaught's in town, I guess. <laughs> yeah, Adam Vaught's spending the night. Ow! Going to have me a little <laughs> Vaught. I'm going to get hot with Vaught. I don't think I've ever said that joke before, by the way. That's a pretty good one, hot with Vaught. The way the house works, it works. Here's a, there's a good thing with the house and there's a bad thing with the house where I am. One, the good thing is there's like an, a whole extra. The upstairs is basically its own apartment, as is the downstairs. Wait, hold on. He's going to go downstairs and close the door. So let's pause here. So anyway, um, there's a whole upstairs apartment, basically. And so people stay here. The problem is when I have cute boys, like AV stay here, there's no way for me to sneak up without their knowing and catch them either nude or masturbating. I'm still trying to work that the details of that out. So, do you have no reaction to that? None. None. Not a single word to say. So, get this. <laughs> so, speaking of people spending the night, my ward, Jose, typically spends the night on Wednesday nights. Okay? So, without fail, he spent the night Wednesday, and we were just hanging out, we were talking, and we had the doors open, the windows open, and um, we heard crying. We just heard what sounded like a human being, definitely a human being, but a woman crying. Okay. And it freaked us out. So sure. we went out on the balcony and couldn't see anything, didn't see anything. For the record, uh, the place where I'm staying is literally on the beach. That's important to this story. It's literally on the beach. So... We see nothing. We just hear the ocean. But then we, every time we go back inside, we hear crying. It's, we really did think there was a ghost. I'm not even joking. A, go, a ghost. <laughs> okay. A ghost was one of the serious options that we considered. <laughs> was it sounding like somebody was crying inside the house? No, it was, defi no, it was definitely outside. Okay. So anyway, so whatever we... Uh, it goes away eventually, and we just go to bed, forget about it. Jose leaves early Thursday morning, okay, because he has to go to work. And I walk out to the balcony like I usually do to take in my three uh, breaths of fresh ocean air. And when I look down, there's a dead sea lion Aww. at the foot of the house. I thought you were going to say a person, so this is better, but still. Yeah, no, 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 no. It was a dead sea lion. So I was like, oh, no. And I don't know if people know about this. This is, I guess, kind of a news story. Um, there's been a rash along the coast of California of dead seals and sea lions turning up on the beach. They don't know what's happening. They have theories, but basically 
dead seals and sea lions are just turning up all over the beach. There's a sign next to the house that says that this is happening and here's a number to call if maybe one turns up alive or if there's a dead one. Or like if you hear them crying, you're supposed to call and save their life. Yeah, but it was night. I couldn't see what they were crying. Yeah. So anyway, I'm like, okay, I better go call that number. So I go outside and I call the number on the sign and I call and I leave, they tell you to leave a message and I leave a message. Well, as I'm walking back to the house, this convertible full of these like stupid Persian girls in their 20s just pulls up and parks in front of uh, the house, like right there in a parking spot in front of the house. And I'm like, oh, sorry, girls, this is private property. Uh, you can't really park here. There's plenty of parking across the street. And they were just really bitchy to me. And they're like, ew. And then they just like peeled out and went across the street. And you could tell they were just saying like, that stupid fat guy, you know, like just talking all mad shit on me. Right. Okay. And then they parked across the street and then they uh, dashed across PCH with their um, beach towels and all their stupid beach stuff. And they went down to the beach. I come inside the house and I'm just like, do, 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 just doing my thing. And then all of a sudden I hear like, ah! and I'm like, <laughs> what is going on? So I go outside. They had laid their beach towel next to the dead seal. And they didn't realize it. Didn't realize it until they turned over and they were <laughs> they saw the dead seal and they screamed. <laughs> so what happened to the seal? Did someone come and take it away? Yes. Good. It's gone. It's been put to rest. Good. That's good. Last week, I spoke at the UC Berkeley class I told you about. Do you remember that? Yes. And it, it went really good. And it's like a huge relief because I felt... I was speaking with somebody from another agency and I he was like an old guy and it was about social media and I felt like I was kind of carrying more of the load than he was, but that's boring, but it's just good to be done. But Joey, in the class, there was this hot guy, really hot. You wouldn't think he was hot because he was Asian, but he was hot. And no, I think some Asians are hot now. Name one. I don't know anyone named Ming Wan. Is that an Asian guy? <laughs> I said name one. Oh, name. I really thought you said Ming Wan. And I was like, who, is that one? I thought you were saying, oh, here's a hot Asian guy. His name's Ming Wan. No, oh, name one. Um, there's actually, oh, well, have you ever heard there was this Asian uh, reality show? It was supposed to be like, you know, Jersey Shore, but for Asians. No. I forget what it was called. It was on like the CW or something. And there was a guy on there. He was like a gay porn star who was on there. He was hot. I will post pictures of him. And was he, he f- was he full Asian? Because I feel like you're like I'm into Asian guys, and then they're like half Asian, half black, or something. That's like no half Asian, half white is fucking gorgeous. First of all, but here's the weird thing with Asians. And look, it's a well known stereotype that Asians have small penises. Just for the record, I don't care if they have small penises. Okay, I'm not a size queen. But here's what I think is funny, is even the half-white, half-Asian ones, or the half-black, half-Asian ones, well, no, that's not true, because Tiger Woods has a big dick. How do you know if Tiger Woods has a big oh, dick? Oh, when he was having affairs, all the girls would talk about it. He had a huge dick. Oh. Yeah, that was, that was like secret number one that came out. He has like a huge, gigantic penis. So after the class, though, Joey, I came home and cyber-stalked the one hot guy in the class. 
And I mean, he's he was better looking in person than on Facebook. But who ha- he has all of his Facebook like super locked down, so you could see like nothing. Who's doing that? Do you have Do you have your Facebook Mine on lockdown is like that? Full lockdown. Really? Mm-hmm. Mine's the exact opposite. Like you don't even need to like have Facebook to see everything about me. Oh well, look at you. I just Meanwhile, don't care. a guy's like, "I'm gonna suck your dick," and you're like, "Get away." So. What else happened to you last week? Wait, that was your story? Yeah. Oh, I like. I'll, I'll tell you what. I like that it was short. What else happened to you last week? <laughs> okay, so get this. This is going to be, I'm not joking. If we do a highlight reel of our show. <laughs> you can't write an episode for the highlight reel. I'm telling you, buckle your fucking seatbelt in for this one. Okay. So my friend Melissa got married, and for a number of reasons, her father couldn't make it out to walk her down the aisle. So I had the honor and the privilege to walk her down the aisle. Were you the first person she asked, or was there a series of people that said no? Well, I assume I'm the first person she asked. (laughs) She didn't say, Joe, I've asked 20 people, and they said no. (laughs) Okay. Well, I'm just saying that because, like, you would think maybe uncle or something would come first, like... She, she's known you a long time, but not as long as like, I don't know, her mother's brother or something like that. Her That's mother, why I asked. her mother has passed away. Her mother only had sisters that she didn't know growing up. Okay. Okay. So I had the distinct honor and the privilege to walk my friend Melissa down the aisle. So of course I'm annoyed that I have to show up to the goddamn rehearsal on a Thursday and it's like an hour away. But I go and I talk to some of the people, one of them being a priest named Father Steve, and he's the guy officiating the wedding, okay? Catholic priest officiating the wedding. Was he hot? Um, He wasn't ugly. He wasn't my type. He's about 50, uh, shaved head, goatee, uh, was, was in shape, really good shape, but just not my type. Okay. okay? So whatever. I t- he doesn't care about me. I don't care about him. We say hi and bye at the rehearsal, whatever. So now it's the next day. It's the wedding day. I show up early, like I'm supposed to. Now, Father Steve's all chatty with me. Chatting me up. Okay? And I'm like, what the heck? This guy is really super like interested in like where I grew up and where do I live now and what do I do and how do I know Melissa? Mr. Chatty. I'm like, what the fuck is going on with this guy? So I walk her down the aisle. We've rehearsed this. I approach her soon-to-be husband, Pat. And here's what's funny. The whole time I've been so flippant about it, as soon as I, they were standing in front of each other, I got really choked up. I got, mm. tear, I got teary-eyed. But then my moment of truth came. The priest says, Father Steve says, who gives this bride away? I say, her gay Mexican friend. <laughs> Everybody laughs, right? Okay. Ceremony goes on. It's great. Okay. You don't think she was upset by that? Was she thrown off or? No, no. She knew I was going to do it. We planned it. Oh. Yeah, this was all planned. Okay. In fact, it's important because she tells the priest this. They weren't going to do that. She has to tell the priest to ask me this. Oh, okay. Okay. So he knows now that I'm going to say this. So now it's the reception and everything's going as planned. And then it's time for... Pat and Melissa to do the first dance. Okay? So okay. as a jo- as a joke, 
my friend and I, we decide we're two men. We had to dance on the dance floor. We think that's funny. And my friend Mercedes says, hey, you guys are leaving two beautiful women at the table because Shannon and another girl, Retta, are sitting at the table. So we're like, oh, ha, ha, ha. And we go get them. And Retta's like, girl, I cannot dance right now. Right? Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay. The reason I mention this is Father Steve walks up to me and he goes, I'll dance with you. What? Yes. What? So then Father Steve takes me out of the dance floor, right? Joey, this is your fifth grade dream come true, getting molested by a priest. Yes, I know. <laughs> I'm so excited. So then we go out on the dance floor and we're slow dancing on the dance floor. And everybody is like like staring at us, right? And I'm telling you, he's not even being like funny, haha, laughing. He's like looking at me and talking to me and like, oh, and like being all I'm like dreamy in my eyes, right? Like fixing your hair, putting it behind your ear. Definitely hold me close to him. And I think I kind of felt a boner against my leg. Joe! I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. Father Steve, my God. Right? Okay, so then I'm like, what is going on? This is so weird, right? So then, okay, now time passes, wedding goes on, who cares, right? It's getting late now. And I'm sitting there talking to Retta. Father Steve walks up to me. He goes, Joe, I'm going. What? Like he wants you to walk him to his car or something? I don't know. And I go, okay, well, bye, Father Steve. He's from New York. And so I knew that. He, he was visiting from New York just to do this wedding. So he has a hotel room. He has a hotel room. He goes, I'm going back to my hotel. I was like, okay, bye. Did he give you the room number? No, he gave me a kiss on the mouth. <laughs> no, he didn't. He did? <laughs> Joe, I'm the mouth. On the mouth, and Retta is like, wah. <laughs> I don't believe it. This is a true story. <laughs> I really don't believe it. Retta is this hilarious fat black comedian, and just looking at her being like, girl, <laughs> what just happened right now? Did the pre-? And he's dressed like as a monk and stuff like that. Wait, as a monk? Like brown robe? Well, at the wedding he was. At the wedding he was. I made the joke that I wanted to take him to the Abbey because he's the only one that should really belong there. So. <laughs> he probably would have went with you. I Now I know, right? And he kissed me on the mouth and he left, right? And this is where I'm going to make a very important announcement. Okay. You're going to love this. Mike, I am officially the worst fucking gay guy ever. What did you do? Well, there's, there's this priest that pretty much wants to fuck me, and I did nothing. What's wrong with that, Joey? He's married to God. You would be cheating on God. Here's the deal. Plus, 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 you weren't attracted. Why would you do that? Because here's the deal. He was attractive enough for me to get hard for him, okay? He just wasn't my type. But to be able to say I fucked a priest, that is That would be like, pretty good. <laughs> that's a, like, that would be on par with like fucking twins. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, to say I fucked a priest. Ugh, what is wrong with me? So the next day, I'm kicking myself the whole night. I did beat off to it that night. (laughs) Of course. The next day, I call Melissa, and she says, she goes, what happened with you and Father Steve? And I go, what are you talking about? I didn't know she knew. She goes, I don't know. All morning, Father Steve was asking, where's Joe? Where's Joe? <laughs> and she was going to, she got the idea and she was going to bring him over to my house. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, I got to go back to New York. 
And then the husband told me that Father Steve had already left the priesthood before to like live with a man for years and then went back to the priesthood. Oh, 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 oh. I'm telling you, I'm flying to New York and I'm fucking that priest. What if he leaves the priesthood, though? He's like, has sex with you and then you like ruin it for him. So then I'll be like, sorry, I became a priest. I can't you, fuck you. You can say you fucked the God out of somebody. Uh, girl, I would, I would have, what the fuck is the matter with me? How many people can say they could fuck a priest? And I turned it down. Since the wedding, you and I have talked like three or four times. And I know. I bit my tongue every time to say how was the wedding because I, I really wanted to know. And I intentionally but didn't tell you so that we could tell you on the podcast. That was wonderful. That was a really good story. All right. What else? What's going on with you? Well, I mentioned when we recorded the mini episode or the half episode, I mentioned that I was going on a date. Do you remember that? Oh, yeah, that? yeah, 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 yeah. So I went on a date Wednesday and then we saw each other again Thursday and then again Friday. And then again Saturday. That's a lot for me. I'm kind of a loner and I like kind of having my time alone. So we've spent a lot of time together. Um, Wait, this is the guy. Who is this guy again? Oh, this well, is the guy I, from the play. No, for, I met him I met him at Powerhouse. And then. Oh, you did? Yeah, I met him at Wait, Powerhouse. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm sorry. There's a fly. I need to kill it because it's bugging me. Whoa. Did I, I didn't kill it. Okay, go ahead. Sorry. I met him at Powerhouse, which is kind of the leather bar that I told you about Yeah. Um, maybe last week. And we talked, and we, I thought there was chemistry. I was pretty sure there was chemistry. And then he put his cell phone number in my phone, and I text messaged him at the bar and said, like, like I mean, he put it in my phone, and then I text him right away and said, like, this is Mike. So he had my number, too. And he didn't respond. And then when I got home that night, I texted and said, he he made a joke about my designated driver being drunk, so I texted him when I got home saying, like, I didn't die on the way home or something, and I got no response, uh. and so I just thought either he wasn't interested or he gave me the wrong number or, you know, a handful of things, so I just gave up on it, but then he, he messaged me on Grinder and he said, <gasps> look, look who I found. And I was like, no. oh, you found the guy that you don't want to text back or something <gasps> like that. <laughs> Girl. Well, it turns out, Joey, he 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 screenshot it and showed it to me. He's been responding to my text messages and I haven't been getting them. So we connected through Grinder. I guess there's like some weird uh, sprint to Verizon issue that happens. I Googled it and found a, a workaround where I do. It's a, a stupid story, but I found a workaround. So now we text each other. But we've been hanging out a lot, and it's pretty good. He has a few deal breakers, like traditional deal breakers with me. Wait, 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 wait. Let me, can, can me clarify this. There are things wrong with him that are usually deal breakers for you or the other way around? No, he has a few things that he's working through that are usually deal breakers for me. Oh, God. But you're so fucking goddamn picky that I know it's something stupid. I really like him, though. But like he wears open-toed sandals or something. Ew! That would no. That's a that's a non-negotiable. I know. I actually agree <laughs> with that one. Uh, if you wear Tiva sandals, ew! Get the fuck out of my house. <laughs> ew! Yeah. Um. So we're 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 hanging out a lot, and in fact, we're gonna go to drinks tonight again. So I don't know. It's it's good. The end. He also, he's listened to one episode of Catching Up, by the way. He's listened to one episode. What did he think of it? He thought you were very funny. Yes. 
Okay, can I please tell you? Oh, we can't talk about it right now. We're talking about the mini episode. Fuck you, that's all I have to say. Thank you. I love hearing that. And when you guys hear the mini episode, you'll hear why I love hearing that so much. But I have a question. Yeah. What happened with the guy that you met on Grinder at the um, play? It was like a typical Grinder fadeaway. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 you, yeah. You know. Yeah. Like you just message and message and then message and message and So, yeah, that was my week um, pretty much in a nutshell. So what's going on in San Francisco? What's going on in the in the gay area? That's what I'm calling. It. I came up with that, people. The gay area. Don't steal it. Copyright Joe Batanz. <laughs> There's this story actually that I wanted to tell you about. It's made it into like all the local um, front page of all the local papers, but I'm sure it's probably news down there too. Uh, I know the AP wrote about it, but um, there's this girl, Audrey Pot who she was 15 years old and she was at a party and got really drunk and a group of boys raped her and well there's actually no proof that there was any sexual assault but they like they got her naked and like drew on her body with markers and then took pictures of it and then started texting it to other people in the school oh my god i know so this girl audrey was like horrified obviously and she posted on her facebook like the next day something about it being the worst thing that's ever happened to her and two days after that she killed herself (gasps) i know so oh my god horrible horrible story but the they just arrested two of the boys that that were allegedly involved in it and it's in the paper a lot because it's kind of a like a new sort of problem that we're seeing with like cyber you know bullying i guess kind of and people i mean kids really understand how important their like online images and sometimes that's more important than reality for some of the kids so it's just an interesting thing to kind of watch and see how it pans out the family's really pissed um they are (laughs) oh are they i hate you the family is like um they have a civil suit against the boys and also the homeowner where the party was the the homeowner was out of town and the daughter of the homeowner had the party where they were drinking the liquor from the liquor cabinet at the home. i don't i don't agree with that yeah i mean it could have been anywhere but they feel that the liquor that, that her daughter drank was you know too accessible so no look this is a horrible story okay this yeah. is a horrible story it's tragic that this young girl took her life it's tragic that this happened to her those people those boys should be prosecuted to the full extent of the law okay what what would the crime be exactly well it's actually difficult did. with children because well, even let's say they were adults though even i mean it's not murder right oh oh, oh aren't, i thought they were charging her with they're probably charging the kids with distributing child pornography i imagine Oh, huh. Yeah. Um, or also maybe even rape because she was passed out. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's rape. No, I mean, they, they're not going to charge someone with someone killing themselves. But um, because also you have to understand, too, the, um, as tragic as this is, it, so it's hard to prove in court that someone killed themselves because of something, right? Yeah. But, uh, but they, they can get them for the other stuff. But what I was going to say is I just – I'm very actually anti-lawsuit. You know, I'm very much into tort reform. And it's just like sometimes horrible things happen and it's fucked up. But the, you don't sue – I mean, we're gonna, 
It's just stupid to sue people unless there's a, a reason to sue them. It, it seems like they're grasping at straws because they want to somehow get vengeance. But you have to just let the justice system work itself out. I don't know. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm not for the lawsuit of the... Uh, look, if you want to sue the boys, actually, I'm fine with that. But suing the homeowner of the party, I mean, that guy, every kid in America does that. I mean, that's... I don't think that's right. Yeah. There's this kind of is touched on i guess there's a lot going on with like slut shaming too where girls i don't know have taken pictures of their their breasts and then send it to boys and then pictures go you know viral within the community and then somehow it's the girl i mean it gets turned into well she she asked for it and there's like some equal responsibility there i don't know well this is why i'm so you know it's so easy to say, like, oh, man, I wish I was young again, or I wish I was this, or I wish I was that. Let me tell you something. One thing I'm not jealous of, I am jealous. I am not 16 or 15 and the internet the way it is now, man. My dick would be everywhere. Right. Everywhere. Totally. Can you imagine? I think we've already talked about this, but can you imagine if we had Grinder when we were that age? Oh, my God. I know. I would have had every disease. Every disease. So... That's pretty much my story. That's the only thing I got. What's happening in L.A.? Well, I went out last night, and when I uh, came back to the house, there was traffic right in front of the house, like, building up. And it was late, like, stopped traffic, stopped. And it turns out a woman was crossing the street, and she was struck and killed by a car. Oh, shit. Well, we're on PCH. And I've said this once, and I'll say it again. I don't know who these fucking people are who are, one, just randomly crossing the street on PCH. And this includes those stupid-ass Persian girls, right? But two, who the, the people who drive down PCH in this town are crazy people. Mike, I cannot emphasize to you enough how reckless, how many times I've almost been killed, how many mirrors I've lost on my cars. They drive like lunatics. It's dangerous and it's so dangerous to walk along pch and also that's why i get mad at these bicyclists they drive around like lunatics and like they don't realize bicyclists die all the time on pch it is so fucking dangerous i feel sorry that this woman passed away she did it in front of a very famous bar which is just down the street and i've said the cops need to be in front of that bar all the time so many things famous things by the way that you've heard of have happened in front of that bar and I'm like, why is there not just a cop just parked there, just literally pulling people over DUIs as it happens? I mean, it would it would just be like the it would be like shooting fish in a barrel. Thank you. Is that your only news story? Yeah, I only have the one. Oh, well, I have another news story. So get this. So this Eddie K. Thomas, he was an American Pie. He's the one that played the kid that fucks Stifler's mom. Okay. Not hot, by the way, right? I'm gonna refrain from commenting. Okay. I don't know why you asked me that question. He's okay. not. I know, but don't make me get douchey. Okay. I, I okay. Do you that, think he's hot? I don't think he's hot. <laughs> I don't. Let me, let me say this. He's not my type. But you know there are reasons why I can't say that. Okay. I know. <laughs> You're a dick. Okay. He's a very nice looking fella who's just not my type. Okay. So, that being said, he went to this Mel's Diner here in L.A. and meets up with this chick. Did they meet there or did they just he met her meet there. up? He met her there. He met her there. Well, from what I know in the news story, he met her there. Right? Okay. And he takes her home to, to his house and he bangs her. 
Okay. And then in the morning, he's like, yeah, bitch, you got to go. And she goes crazy and starts to take the, like a knife and tries. she goes after him. And he like runs out and calls the police and the SWAT team comes. I'll bet you that was the best sex he's ever had. That's what I was saying. That's what I was saying. <laughs> it's so funny. I was talking about this at the wedding and I was saying, they were like, oh my God, that's horrible. Blah, blah, blah. Anyway, just finish the story before we get into this. The SWAT team came, and they had to gas her out with tear gas. <laughs> okay. The worst ending to a one-night stand ever. Yes, but then I was say- we were talking about it. They're like, oh, my God, he's probably glad that's over or regrets that. I go, no, I'll tell you what. I'll bet you she was fucking awesome in bed, and I bet you he would sleep with her again. I bet you his dick is sore right now, and he thinks about her when he jerks it. Yeah, you know that he would totally 100% do it again. Probably, you're right. I would love, love to have sex with a crazy person. <laughs> nobody nobody ever barricades themselves in my house in your in all your sexual escapades you are the crazy person joe yeah i'm the one going after people with a knife i'm like what do you mean you can't get it up and then i, I go after them with a knife well you know this actually something like this has happened to me really oh actually yes strangely oh my god i didn't even consider this to right now mike do you remember the first time I ever talked to you on the phone? I was in Hawaii. Yeah. That, the, the Mike and Joe origin story is a story for another time. But the first time, uh, we'll say this, we met online in the early days of online meeting. Yeah. And the first time Mike and I ever talked on the phone, I was in Hawaii for work. And it was the first night I was there, so I was bored and lonely. And I was waiting for my friend Mercedes to get there. She was flying in the next day. So when she gets in the next day... The first thing she goes is, she goes, let's go to a bar. She goes, let's go to a gay bar so you can have fun too. And we go to this, like the one or two, we're on Oahu. And I think there's a couple of gay bars there at the time. Maybe there's more now. And we go there and she, and I don't know how we decide to do this, but we decide that I'm going to pretend I'm straight and she's going to pretend she's a lesbian. I don't know why, because she's not a lesbian at all. And you're not straight at all. Nope. So we go there and they're having amateur strip night. Okay. And the winner wins some money. Okay. And there's this guy there. He is so, everybody else is just whatever. But this guy is fucking smoking hot. Smoking. Mike, smoking hot. Okay. And Mercedes Knight, he has to win. He strips. He does the best fucking strip. Magic Mike has nothing on this kid. He's wearing handcuffs as a belt. Okay. okay. And he has an amazing body. Okay. And Mercedes and I are in love with him, okay? And he doesn't win, though. Like, some gross guy won. So afterwards, we go up to him and we're like, look, we think you should have won. Okay? And he's like, thanks. I think you go, I've been coming every week and winning because I need the money. He's like, I think they rigged it so I wouldn't win this time because I've been doing it every week. He's like, I'm straight. I live with um, my girlfriend and I do this to make money. Sure. And we're like, okay. And we start talking to him. He goes, you guys are cool. Let's go hang out. And we go, because this is not the point of the story, we go on a multitude of adventures, going into the jungle to find weed. So we go on all these adventures, okay? And the whole time, I'm just laying back. I'm not saying anything, okay? And he tells Mercedes, he and Mercedes are having this conversation. He wants to know why she's lesbian. He clearly wants to hook up with her, right? Sure. And he, um, he, they're talking, I'm not saying much at all. And so finally we get back to my car, okay? And he says, uh, he says, while we're walking there, he goes, so why do you like being lesbian? 
And she goes, oh, because I like, you know, I like making out with girls more than guys. He goes, I'd make out with a guy. I don't care. Literally grabs me and starts making out with me. Okay. Right there. And then he takes the keys and throws it to Mercedes and says, you, drive. Then he puts me in the front seat of the car and he gets on top of me. And what? the whole time to the hotel, he's grinding on top of me and like making out with me. Okay. Right? And I was like, what is going on? So then we get to the hotel and he goes, he gets, he goes, you guys get on the bed. And then he plays on some radio he has uh, a song and he does a full strip show on top of the bed for us, over us, and gets fully nude and ends up with me and Mercedes on the bed. And then he says, I want to have a threesome with you guys. And Mercedes goes, nah, it's okay. And like goes, she goes I'm going to go to bed. I'm tired. So she goes to bed, right? I would be so uncomfortable <clears throat> because having her in the room because she's like your longtime friend. It's not like a sister practically. And that's why I was so comfortable. So this guy mm. and I go to this weird corner of the room and we start making out, right? And just going full at it. And this guy has literally, Mike, in the entire time I've been gay, the biggest dick I've ever seen. Now, okay. he, he might not be anything compared to you. <laughs> I don't know. But huge. Like, literally, I put, I measured it. I'm like, I don't know how, I want to measure this later. I put one hand on the base, one hand on top of that hand, and there was still a little bit and the head coming out. Okay. And it was thick. He was, oh my God, and gorgeous. But you're not a size queen, as you mentioned earlier in this Look, episode. Whatever, go fuck yourself. <laughs> Actually, with your dick, you probably could. Okay. So, anyway. We're making out, going at it. I'm, you know, playing with him, yada, yada, yada. All of a sudden, he goes, hey, uh, be careful. And I'm like, what do you mean? He goes, don't get too turned on. And I go, too late. And then next thing I know, Mike, it's like, bam. And he has me, my face in the ground. He has my left arm behind my, like, basically in his arms. Like, literally, if he moved his arms an inch, he would have snapped my arm in two. Okay. And my face is in the ground. And I'm like, holy fuck. What did I just do to me and Mercedes? He's going to yeah. kill us. Flashback. Flashback. The day I got into Hawaii, I went to a, a gay bar around there. And there was a sign there that said to gay men, be careful. Oahu is a military base. And military guys go out and um, lure, they seduce gay men. And, and rob them. Okay. This guy had a short crew cut haircut, like a military guy. And handcuffs. And handcuffs, yeah. On a belt. I don't know. I'm retarded. I'm the worst gay guy ever. So wait, what happened then? So then I'm like, okay, okay, okay. And he goes, and he just lets me go. He goes, I was just warning you, man. Sometimes people get too frisky with me. And I was like, okay. And then we, but here's how fucking gay I really am. Like you I, were like, can we still have sex? Like we backed off and he goes, you want to do it some more? And I was like, okay. And so we finished fucking. <laughs> <laughs> but then afterwards, the next day, um, we woke up and then he goes, can you take me to this one place? And I, we, Mercedes and I took him and then we changed hotel rooms. Crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. So something crazy like that has happened to me. Um, I, I hope... Um, one criticism we had last week was that our show is too gay. <laughs> um, the criticism came from the guy who started the show. I know, Adam. 
And I'm going to comment on this on the mini episode. I have Good. a lot to say about this. Good. What do you got going on next week? Anything? Um, next Saturday, I'm going to a gala for Homeboy Industries, which is a big organization here in Los Angeles. It helps um, gang members uh, get rehabilitated. Cool. And they're having an awards gala. Uh, some friends of mine are on the board of directors, so I'm going to that. A lot of celebrities will be there. Awesome. So it's always good to go to that. And then it's my dad's birthday. What do you got going on? I am going to a same-sex dance competition on the weekend. I, a friend of mine competes. Father Steve and I are going to enter that. <laughs> I think she's better than you guys would ever be. Oh, it's she, a lesbian? Well, my friend is a lesbian, and she dances with uh, women. She has two different partners for different kinds of dances. And that's on Saturday. I'm also going to the theater, I think, this week. Uh, my friend who works for a local theater uh, offered to take me to see a show that I wanted to see. And then there's a good chance that I'll be hanging out with Daniel, uh, who I talked about earlier. Oh, is Daniel the name of the guy? Yeah. Yeah. Wait, I, maybe I'll, I'll probably edit this out, but I want to hear more about what he thinks of me. Okay. <laughs> well, I, tell Daniel. Him. Tell Daniel I said hi. Okay. And then this is actually the most important thing. Uh, this week on Dancing with the Stars, it's Stevie Wonder Night. So Stevie Wonder will be performing all of the music live. So got to make sure I get that in too. It would be better if he was dancing. <laughs> he probably still would be better than D.L. Hughley. Oh, is D.L. <laughs> Hughley on Dancing with the Stars? And he's horrible. Horrible. Yeah, he's, he's the like, only black guy that can't dance. He's old. So like his, he doesn't like bend. Is Dale Hughley that old? I think he's only like in his 40s. I think he's like pushing 50, which is That's... old for that show. Okay. Uh, he's old and... Wasn't Christy Alley on there? She's pushing 60. Not this episode. I mean, not this season. Well, women are different too, though. Women are have it a little bit easier because they can be feminine. It's like... It's something that's easier, but like these guys struggle to like do the really feminine things and... I don't know. It's harder for them. Let's go down that road. Let me tell you this. <laughs> I don't watch this Dancing with the Stars, right? Yeah. But I'll tell you what. I I watched it the season that Apollo Anton Ono was on, man. Oh, speaking of half Asian, man, I would. Oh, man, that guy is His H-O-T. facial hair is so I gross. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. There's a, one of the professionals on that show. His name's Mark Ballas. He's dancing this season with a, a gymnast. And he is ridiculous. He's so hot. No. Everything he does. And no. he, he's like, his sexuality is kind of ambiguous to me. I can't, I mean, partially is because he's like prancing around the dance floor. So it just feels like there's hope, but I don't know. I'm going to tell so you something hot. also. I don't remember the guy's name. Who's the, I don't, I don't, people always think I like, my friends who don't really know me very well will always make jokes that I like little blonde boys. Yeah. Which is dumb. But I do like this one. What's in, what's the name of the blonde one? Yeah, I don't know. I know who you're talking about, but I don't know his name. I don't oh know God, very many of their so names. He is so hot. He's cute. He's very cute. I think he's gay. Really? I have no evidence. I think he's Mormon. Yeah, that's why I think he's gay. Won't admit it. <laughs> yeah, I don't really know. I just kind of made all of that up. Well, Mike, it was nice catching up with you. Nice catching up with you too, Joey. All right, bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to another episode of Catching Up. 
Find a new episode each week at cupodcast.com, in iTunes, or in the Stitcher Smart Radio app. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash cupodcast. Follow us on Twitter at cupodcast. Email us at guys at cupodcast.com. Or call our listener line at 510-239-7798. Um, yeah, I mean... Um, uh, um, 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 um,